rest in peace to a member of the royal family. Rest in peace to Queen Elizabeth because all these e-girls are about to harass her for her corpse husband. Rest in peace, Prince Philip. Rest in, <laughs> Rest in peace. You would have loved Shrek too. Rest in peace. Too bad that McDonald's Sprite got him. <laughs> Finally. Guys, guys, you don't know how long that took. We were literally waiting here for... Okay, we were waiting here for like three minutes. But (laughs) besides the point, hi everyone, welcome back to um, the Cornflake Gang podcast. We're going to ignore the fact that we did um, accidentally skip um, last week again. Um, We were busy, but we're busy. We'd rather. um, Hope everyone's doing really well. I know that Evangeline's. Been having a doozy, and I am so tired. Yeah, but I hope everyone else is doing really well. Yeah. Um. So today's episode, we just have. I personally have a lot of things to say about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I I have a lot of things to say about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I have a lot of things to say about Girl Scouts, and I have a lot of things, and we may tread into religion a little bit just just a tiny i know we said we weren't going to talk about but just a tiny little bit because also quick girl to find let out i don't know if you know this but girl to find let out a video let out that doesn't make any sense oh was that kind of i didn't really watch through the whole thing it was just about cancel culture and i don't know if they were named dropped or not i'm kind of confused i didn't get around to watching the whole thing but it, I kind of watched the beginning parts of it, and it just led me down a tangent. So let's go over. Also, just just for very quick note, if you hear any purring, meowing, um, Natasha's sitting extremely close to me because she's just feeling clingy, clingy today. So if you hear that, um, that's her. Did you just hear me burp? I did not. Okay, I thought I saw it go green. I'm drinking Coca-Cola right now, so... Oh, 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 you! Mm, I hate you. I hate you. You manifested <laughs> the soda addiction in me. You're welcome. Uh, no, I don't... I I hate you so much. Oh, also, fun fact about me. I texted Sophia, and I have a feeling she saw it and was like, uh, I don't know if I need to disown her or not, but I learned how to scream. You did you text? When did you text me that? <laughs> I texted you that this morning. It's yeah, so cathartic. Me. You can't blame me for that. Okay, it's so cathartic. Like, I don't think I'm necessarily doing it right, but my throat doesn't hurt because on Friday I tried to teach myself how to do it, and my throat kind of paid the consequences for it. Actually, no, I tried to teach myself on Thursday. Obviously, and I was dog seeing, so I was home alone. That's why I only do it then because I'm not doing that around my family. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you were that's at home. You would get disowned so quickly. Yeah, I would. Um, and so then I don't know what happened today, but I just like was singing along to "I'm So Sick" by Flyleaf, and it just popped out, and I was like, yeah. "I did it! I did it!" Well, okay, sorry, first off, I don't know why, but Flyleaf, like, the band and, like, their songs have been popping up in my existence so much recently, and I have no idea why. It's like Cobra Kai 2.0. I just don't know. At least it's good. Actually, I I personally really like their music. Well, here's the thing. Okay, this is not what we were going to talk about today, but I brought up the screaming thing because I wanted to. Um... I'm in kind of an angry mood today. Um, <laughs> but when I was little, my mom would put on um, like VH1 in the morning. So it was like the music videos and all around me by Flyleaf would always play. And I, I genuinely think I know I keep on like pushing back like the birth of my emo self. But now that I think about it, I really think that Flyleaf was like my intro. Not that Flyleaf is a emo band they're like a 
they don't admit they're a Christian band. And to be honest, like, anyone can listen to their music. Like, I've seen so many people be like, I'm an atheist and I love their music. And their music is, like, really good. But, like, probably, like, middle school around that time, the middle school freshman era, um, I just got back into their music. And it's just like, oh, it's so good. Like, just, ugh. But, yeah. And Lacey Sturm, she, like, her scream is so good. Like, I'm not a person who listens to music that's, like, just constantly screaming. Like, that's honestly what kind of turned me away from, like, sleeping with sirens and, like, against Bring Me the Horizon and everything. Because it was just, like, it was constant. Um, And I get it. I get it for some people. Like, I'm not saying that it's necessarily bad. It's just, like, it's not for my ears because, which is surprising. That's kind of hypocritical of me to say because I do listen to loud music, but I think it was just a screaming thing that, like, really, like, off-put me. And not to say, like, their music is trash or anything. It's not. It's just not my taste. But Flyleaf I liked because she had, like, moments, like, phrases where she would just scream like no other mofo. So, I was just, it was, it's very cathartic. Yeah, I was gonna say, you wanna hear, I got, I tried to get more into screen music at one point, um, I tried to get into, I think it's Attila, Attila, don't know how to pronounce it, now, that's screaming music. <laughs> yeah, and then MCR's first album was kind of, like, it still had those, like, moments of screaming, which I love, which I, I, I that's, like, my, one of my favorite albums, but. Um, so anyways, we got a little bit sidetracked, but. Yeah. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The last two episodes? Um, yes. Um, yeah. So, first off, heavy spoilers. Just straight up front, just heavy spoilers. Um, Walker. <sighs> when I say this, first off, I just want to preface this and say I don't hate the actor. No, Wyatt Russell, you're an adorable person. We love you. We accept you into the MCU. But I think he should take it as a compliment that he has, by himself, manifested a character that almost all of the fandom vehemently hates, like passionately hates, Probably more than Thanos. Like, Thanos, it was, like, a fun little joke. Like, oh, look at that wrinkled grape of a alien. Oh, look at him. The, you know, whatever. It was more of a joke. Like, oh, get Ant-Man up his whatever. Um, <laughs> But this, this is a whole nother level. And I really have to applaud Wyatt. I really have to applaud him. Me and too. the writers, of course. But, you know, obviously the actor on some level is responsible. So... Not that you'll ever listen to this, but congratulations to you for bringing out so much rage in all of us. I'm just saying because, you know, when a lot of people kind of misconstrued the hate for John Walker as hate onto Wyatt, and that's totally not it. I hate the character, not the actor. Mm -hmm. Okay. So... I'm going to talk about the last episode that released, episode four? Yep. The absolute rage in me when <laughs> Sam had Carly. He had her. I know. And the was, amount of rage. He was taking such a humane approach to her. Yep. Not only the fact that she's pretty young and she's held on this pedestal of this like very radicalized group. And he had her. And she was like, she even said straight up, I trusted you. And he just burst in. Mm-hmm. And ruined everything. And then, and then, this bro- it broke my heart when Lamar died. It broke my heart because I liked him. And Walker went, ham. And he- everyone, oh. everyone got it on film. And I was like, if like the thought process, I was. All those people really thought they were just recording, like Captain America saving the day. They were like, "Guys, look at my Instagram," and then they were like, "Oh, <laughs> Cap, absolutely committing murder." Uh 
that last shot, like, I know it's not like a special thing for me to say, like, oh, that last shot is like so great, but that last shot is amazing. Oh, yeah. It's um, amazing. Yeah, are you kidding me? Like, okay, so I know, Poetic like, cinema. John Walker is not my Captain America. No. But, like, in the beginning, there was, like, you know how you said how there's some people who are, like, oh, John Walker, maybe he's just, like, the underdog. Like, he's misunderstood. No. After this, after this moment. No. Where he committed yeah. murder. Murder. Someone who was pleading for their life, not wanting to die, was in, like, the most defenseless position. And this dude brought the symbol, the symbol of freedom and hope, and covered it and smeared it in victims' blood. That's what he did. And that is, I can't, like, the conflict I had as someone who loves film and storytelling, but also is a Captain America stan the conflict i had in that moment i was like that is a intellectual not to be one of those people but that was a smart and just like genius but also so angering and i just wow that was an ending to an episode absolutely insane i was just gonna say like there was always in the beginning there was kind of this animosity or, or i wouldn't i wouldn't say animosity but there was there was something where in the back of my brain i i was like if if he had a redemption somehow throughout this and he's proven to show that he could be a good cap cool Okay. But seeing him do that, I was like, that kind of solidified the whole idea and concept that this is not Captain America. This is just simply a man who was put in a suit and given a shield. Yeah. And I'm just saying if anyone, if anyone still says, oh, John Walker, I still think he's misunderstood. No, you are not valid. You are absolutely no, not valid. Like because one of my friends, actually, my, like, online friends, she posted something that she, she's like, I don't hate John Walker yet. Which I find it, I find it surprising because she's someone who, like, I would expect to just, like, completely hate this character. And so I do want to ask her, like, why she thinks that. I just haven't gotten around to thinking about it. Because she does have very, like, detailed takes on things. So I do want to understand, like, how is that your viewpoint? But it's, there was a really good Tumblr post. I know, that's, those are two words that shouldn't go together. <laughs> but it said, stop acting. Um, like, it said something along the line of, like, stop acting like everything is black and white when the, everything about the show is gray. And I was like, what? What a quote. That's a fat quote. That's a fat quote. I, think I, I just, saw that on Twitter or something. I'm not sure. But that sounds, that, yeah, that definitely seems familiar. That's so good. Another point I want to bring up saw this post on Wattpad. It, that's, we can talk about that another time. Um, and it, it kind of like, I was talking with this person and I think, I don't know if they just like didn't completely explain it, but I did like them bringing this up. It said, I don't know if I'm just overthinking this, but Lamar's death was really shocking to me. I thought he'd stay by Walker's side until the last episode. And once again, it felt like the Hollywood trope of killing a POC character for the white character's develop and, uh, ugh, development has been played out in this one. I don't know. Maybe I'm just overthinking it, but it looks like the only reason he died was for Walker to go down the route of villainy and to show his real colors. Lamar has his moments in the show, to be honest. He may be in the different, on the different side, but he was understanding to them. I was expecting that they'll make him have a change of heart in the upcoming episode or something like that. And then they just go on to say, like, this is an anti, like, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. She was just bringing up a point. And mm -hmm. I responded to this. And what I basically said was, you know, I'm just going to read it. Like, why do I need to, like, play it off? So 
I think the whole trope thing. Marcus Spellman, I, I didn't butcher butcher his name, but I think I called him like something else that wasn't Marcus. Um, so sorry. Uh, the head writer of the show, Marcus Spellman. I don't think he played into the trope as much as he like used it to show that Lamar was just a pawn to Walker's success, which I think we've already discussed um, mm-hmm. here. But like, or in the audience's perspective, not so it's Paul Walker in his mind. That's his success. Murdering people is his success because he's winning. But in the audience perspective, obviously, like that's his demise on the writing standpoint. So his death is meant to make you feel Lamar. His death is meant to make you feel shocked and feel bad. And the last few episodes purposely did not give us any insight into who Lamar is. I mean, yeah, you could have liked some moments and some little quips, he said. But we never, in my opinion, never understood his values, his thoughts, or feelings. Because in the large scale of things, it didn't ever matter. It didn't matter. And so it was all about Walker, as we see. Um, And so, like, it just, it wasn't about Lamar. But I think it was, like, an excellent parallel to show that, you know, we don't care until the tragedy happens. Yeah. Because let's be real. Again, like I said, you could have liked Lamar's little quips, but you never cared about him as a character until he died. No one was like, well, some people, but for the most part, no one was like, oh, Lamar, blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, here's an essay about Lamar. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can make an essay about Lamar, but like his character, everyone was like, oh my gosh, Lamar. Like, oh, I'm so heartbroken over his death. And that was the most I had ever seen people talk about Lamar was his death and not his life because the writers purposely never gave us any insight to his life. Just like they never gave us any insight to Walker's girlfriend, which maybe she'll show up in the next episode. Who knows? I don't even know her name. I just know that she's like, yes, Walker, I love you. You're going to do so great as Captain America. And that's it. And that's genius. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Sorry, I'm, I'm multitasking right now. But... It definitely goes to show how again I can't stop like applauding the like the the writing in this show yes. because like oh and oh I was gonna say I remember last episode I talked about men and like having them show emotion in media and how I appreciated that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was doing that and can we just talk about that scene in Wakanda the opening the opening I. Ugh. I felt it in my chest when it was it Ao or I don't know how to yeah it, when she said you're free and Bucky started sobbing, sobbing. I was like, like me not, too not like the manly like a single tear dropped down your cheek no he was ugly crying yeah I was just whoa I was and I was like. First off, it just, it shows how much the Winter Soldier programming really hurt him. Yeah. And stuff like that. And it's just how much struggle he went through to get better, essentially. And also, it makes the scene where he's pretending to be the Winter Soldier in that bar so much more painful. Yeah. To know he went through all of that, to go back to it even if it was just for like 24 hours to go back to it and i'm like i'm getting worried because there are moments which like obviously it's never like that much brainwashing i don't know i'm talking about this like this is well actually technically this does happen in real life people get brainwashed but excuse me um Like, obviously, he's still going to have tendencies of that past life. Like, it's never going to truly go away. But it's making me scared how it keeps on popping up in every episode because I'm just like, no, no, let him let him thrive. This is not thriving. This is he's getting like like Sam said, he's getting too deep into this and it's worrying me. It's Mm -hmm, worrying me. Definitely. 
And I just, I just, I just, and it's so sad that this is a limited series. I, okay, I think I said this before, but I really hope, and I don't know why I think this, but I feel like at the end of this, we're either going to get a movie announcement or another series announcement, and it's going to be something along the lines of, well, you're not getting the second season of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but you are getting the first season of, of Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Like, that would be a good old trickaroo, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that'll happen. I'm on the Marvel Studios spoilers subreddit, and that's... Of course you are. Yep, that hasn't been hinted at at all. So, who knows? Speaking of spoilers and leaks, though, there is supposed to be this, like, the next episode, this week's episode, um, is supposed to be, like, mind-blowing. There's this going to be a huge cameo, and it's not going to be the Paul Bettany thing where he was like, ooh, I waited to work with this, Atara per- this person for my entire life and it ended up being himself. That's not what I'm talking about. This is a new character, new actor, is not slated to appear in any future MCU films, and it has not appeared in any previous MCU films. So, you have very much piqued my interest. Who is this mystery person? Now, originally, I don't want to say originally, because a lot of details have come out in like the past week. Supposedly, it's a blonde female. A blonde female. Uh, and I'm not Sharon. I'm not. Okay, this is coming from the brain rot of fan fiction. Like that fan fiction brain rot. Like there's a good side, but there's also the brain tropes that are there. What if, what if, we are about to deal with a Steve Rogers and Peggy Carter child? They said that this cameo is going to be emotional. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wait, hold up. Wait, you might actually have a point. What if it's... What if it's a child? Because the Russos, sometimes you can't take jokes from these interviews as jokes. You kind of in you kind of have to take everything with an ounce of realism. Mm-hmm. Because let mm-hmm. me flash back to Taika Waititi and Kevin Feige. Basically, like they there was a lot of interviews of them kind of bashing on the character. Jane, Jane Foster and kind of saying that like oh she was weak like we have Valkyrie now blah and people were pretty mad about it and I made a post saying I think they're playing reverse psychology with us and guess what a month after it was the endgame premiere and Natalie Portman was on the red carpet of the endgame premiere and then San Diego Comic Con 2019 she was announced as the new Lady Thor this is what I'm talking about. Like, you just got to pay attention. Yeah. So my theory was right. Now, this one is a little less um, grounded. But the Russos were kind of joking about, oh, that would be fun to follow, like, the lives of Roger, like, the Roger twins or something, like, some super soldier twins or something like that. And I could always take that with a grain of salt and be like, oh, they're joking. But this cameo thing emotional it's a female everyone's kind of seems to be freaking out about it but also downplaying and at the same time it's kind of weird to me and like a lot of me is saying it's probably not gonna be some huge character it's probably more of a huge actor not a big character but there is a little bit of me, that brain rot, that's saying, what if it's the child or children 
of Peggy Carter and Steve Rogers. I think that would be kind of cool, but that's just me. I mean, you never know, really. Um, I mean, I mean, other than um, Wanda's and Vision's child, I don't believe there has been any like canon MCU like children. If yeah, because they're not Wattpad writers, okay? That's they're why. Not, they're not, <laughs> they don't have their writers, writers, whatever, filled with Wattpad writers, but. Yeah. But. But. You never it, know. Mm, yeah. So. And like. I'm just saying. I was talking with Sophia about this a day ago, but I was kind of going through. Well, I watched captain america the first avenger because i was feeling nostalgic and i was very upset with what john walker had done um and i kind of went on an agent carter tangent which if you haven't watched that show please watch it it's so well done so sad it was canceled but it's also i there's never really an end to a story in Marvel. Like, there's never really an end. No matter how many times they say the end. No matter how many times they say this character is dead. Because when you think about it, Tony Stark, he has a daughter. He has Pepper. His story oh, lives on. about Morgan. Yeah. He lives on through Morgan. So his story really isn't done, in a way. Um, and Natasha, she's getting another movie. She's getting another movie. And Yelena and Squad are going to carry on the Black Widow legacy. So a lot of the MCU is about <laughs> legacy. Is it Yelena? Is it? It's Yelena. What? Yelena. Oh, well, okay. I was just saying things fast, okay? I... It, it, I don't have the background in Russian, okay? Just like you don't have a background in Spanish. Let's. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If there is not a scene of just some grandma figure, I don't know who it would be, um, making Yelena and Natasha drink or eat borscht, I don't want to see the movie. I want some true Russian culture in there. <laughs> Well, what I was saying <laughs> before Sophia got mad about my mispronunciation of Yelena or whatever. Um, MCU was all about legacy. And I think it would be a missed opportunity to not continue the legacy of not just Steve Rogers, but Steve Rogers and Peggy Carter's relationship. I just think that... And that wasn't the end. It could be, but I also just don't want it to be the end. Um, if you didn't already tell, I'm still in denial about Endgame. I won't accept it until 2023. It has been two years. But it's not 2023, so therefore none of it has really happened. None of it has really happened. <sighs> so I still got one. two more years. Um, yeah. Um... But yeah, I don't know. I'm looking through the subreddit right now. It doesn't seem to be any updates on this cameo. So, who knows? Um, yeah, that was the last thing I had to say about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think. Um, yeah, me too. I mean, if I think of anything else, I'll obviously bring it up. But, like, yeah. I mean, I'm... Hey, I'm definitely looking forward to the rest of the episodes. And, um, you know what's next? Loki. 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 June 11th. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, Black Widow is... Black Widow? I was kind of disappointed to see it was going to go on Premiere Access on Disney+. Plus, But as soon as those tickets go up, because I am going to get vaccinated, um... I will be going to that premiere. 
I will be going to that premiere. I'm I'm definitely well, probably not to a premiere. Um, my best friend is coming in town to visit me for my oh, birthday. cool. So we're gonna go see it together for my birthday. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they released a new trailer. Look, still looks amazing. Very excited. Very high. I've got to be honest. I haven't seen like any of the trailers for Loki. What's the premise of like the movie or not the movie? Oh, I was like, wait. (laughs) Sorry, Um, Rain is still on Black Widow. Uh, so Loki, from what I've seen, is I'm not gonna like say a bunch of like comic stuff because then it's gonna confuse everyone or you. But he basically got in the time traveling jail. And he's going to, I'm assuming, like, go back and, like, fix certain events because he screwed everything up by taking the Tesseract, the, um, yeah, mines, not Mindstone, Power Stone, whatever. I, I'm frazzled. Um, and that's kind of like the premise. Honestly, like, like Marvel always does, they say something, but they don't say anything at all. They just say the same sentence over and over again in different ways. So mm-hmm. it's basically just time traveling and Loki being a little, you know, trickster throughout a time. A, a little bit of a um, trickster, if you will. Yeah. So do can can we um can we move on to Girl Scouts? Absolutely. Okay. So, if you don't know, I'm a Girl Scout. I've been a Girl Scout since, like, late elementary school. Always have to look at my vest to know how many years I've been in it. Really shows how much I'm into Girl Scouts. Um, So, I'm in the last year because I'm a senior. I don't mind sharing my age. I'm going to be 18 anyways. Um, yes, yesterday, I got a letter in the mail. Why am I talking like I'm drunk? Um, (laughs) I've never been drunk, by the way. Like, that sounds really suspicious, but I don't condone that. Like, underage, let's not get that. Oh, geez. I'm, like, going on a tangent. I'm getting suspicious. Um, anyways, got a letter in the mail yesterday, and it was technically to my mom, but I opened it because it was Girl Scouts. I was like, well, whatever she's going to read, I need to know. And it was like, congratulations on your graduate. Like, here are the next steps in your Girl Scout journey. And if you you don't know this, you guys don't know this unless you're a Girl Scout, but there is something called a lifetime membership. Now, let me tell you what a lifetime membership is. It's for people who want to be Girl Scouts for the rest of their life. And look, I'm not bashing on you if that's truly what you want to do. But personally, to me, Girl Scouts is a period of time in my life. I'm not going to act like it never happened. I'm not going to act like all of it was horrible as much as I sometimes complain about it. Because it, it did bring, like, help me develop values and character traits that I now have that I'm thankful for. Sounds like I'm being sarcastic, but I'm just trying to figure out a way to say this that doesn't sound super pretentious. Um, I just not, I, first off, I was never really interested in becoming a lifetime member, like I just explained. But once I got this pamphlet that listed out what a lifetime membership was, let me tell you, I was a little peeved. Um... (laughs) That's such a horrible word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A lifetime membership for a Girl Scout who was about to turn 18, so a graduate, is $200. Now, if you want to sign up for a lifetime membership at a later time, let's say you're really involved in the community, maybe you were a Girl Scout when you were really little, but now you're an adult and you didn't do Girl Scouts all the way through, but you want to become a Girl Scout again, you would pay $400. Now, let me get out the pamphlet because I have it here. So keep that in mind. 
And by the way, um, how much is Girl Scouts worth again? Okay, we, this is for cookies. This isn't for any other fundraising. This isn't for the nuts and candy sales in the fall. This is for cookies. Girl Scouts, as an organization, makes 800, on average, $800 million a year off of Girl Scout cookies. That's so much money. $800 million a year. And the CEO makes a good chunk. Probably, I would assume, I think last time I looked it up, maybe, and if I'm wrong, like, please correct me on this if anyone's listening to this in the future and is really passionate about Girl Scouts, good for you. But the CEO, I'm pretty sure, makes upwards of like $300,000 a year. Um, which, like, good for them. Get that bank. I would love $300,000 a year. Um, so let me bring you back to the lifetime membership. $200 for someone like me went through all the level, not all the levels, but gone through most of the levels of Girl Scouts to graduate. I get a 50% discount. Anyone else? $400. Now, let me tell you, let me walk you through the benefits of a lifetime membership. And when I say benefit, I mean that with hard, quote unquote. So obviously, continuous membership in Girl Scouts for the rest of your life. I am also reading this word for word on this pamphlet. I'm not mixing anything up, not tricking any of y'all. I'm reading word for word the benefit. A lifetime membership card and pin, 10% off Girl Scout merchandise from girlscoutshop.com, a variety of limited time discounts from brands led by women, an invitation to join an annual call hosted by GS USA's CEO, and a nice little monthly Girl Scout Network e-newsletter. I added in the nice little. That's for $200 on average. Talk about me. Here's the, here's the really interesting part. Sophia, do you want to guess? Yeah, this is a little guessing game. Sophia, do you want to guess how much of that $200 goes to a Girl Scout in an underserved area who can't afford um, to pay the membership or her vest or her patches. Do you want to guess how much money of that $200 or $400? I'm going to guess a very grand total of $0. No, 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 no. There's money, but just there's money that's given. I want, but I want you to guess how much money. Wow. Okay. You under... I thought you were going to say more, but no, it's still horrible. What I'm about to tell you, $25, for one year for a Girl Scout in an underserved community in your area, $25 out of 200 or possibly 400. And we want to go back to, oh yeah. This company makes 800 mil, milli, 800 milli off of Girl Scout cookies per year on average. And the CEO probably makes upwards of 300K. But only $25 from the Girl Scouts money, the Girl Scout who is paying for this lifetime membership. Now, usually at this age, your troop should have raised enough money to pay for your lifetime membership, but it's still the money that I raised or whoever else raised if they're paying for this. $25 of that is actually going back to a girl girl who really wants to be a Girl Scout. I'm sorry, what? I, zo- I, I zoned out so hard. Oh my gosh. You know, I'm trying I, to talk about something important here and you zoned out. You zoned out. I'm sorry. I, Where did I, I lose you? You lost me at um, $25. Oh my gosh. Sophia. Hi, 
Sophia, only $25 goes to a Girl Scout in an underserved community in your area. Only $25 out of 200 or upwards yeah. of 400 Yes. Got that. Okay. So, I was annoyed. I was very annoyed. Because before, I didn't want a lifetime membership. Because I just didn't see the point in it. Like, I'm a Girl Scout. I can say that if someone asks me. I can say that. If I'm going to buy cookies, I probably would tell them, hey, I'm a, I was a Girl Scout too. I want to come out here and support you. Because I know the grind. I know that cookie hustle. The cookie hustle. That cookie hustle. Are you guys still selling or no? No. no. Aw, dang it. Um, sorry. <laughs> I want some of them peanut butter patties. Um, but to know that that would be pretty much because let's be real i'm i'm not gonna join an adult troop i don't want to be a troop leader we already know okay. how about sorry kids. little sidetrack but adult troop sounds like it's full of girl bosses <laughs> <laughs> that girl boss hustle that girl boss, that girl boss. <laughs> but i don't need girl scout merch um merch yeah basically merch. what it is um i don't want to lead a troop I just, I can happily leave this part of my life behind. Like, this is the section of my life. I'm grateful for some of the things that I've learned from the program. But it's time for me to move on. Uh, it's not meant to be an insult. Um, oof, bring it up. Old drama. Um, it's not meant to be an insult to my troop leader or the people in my troop. It's not meant to be an insult to the parents of those kids or my parents. It's simply just saying, I don't feel the need to do it. I can say I'm a Girl Scout and still appreciate what has been done for me and the experiences I've had in Girl Scouts, but I don't need a lifetime membership. And I definitely don't need to be giving this company $200 for only 25 of it to go to someone who genuinely wants to be a Girl Scout and experience the things that I have been privileged to experience. Like, That's okay. not okay. The thing is that, like, I don't understand, like, 200 bucks plus all the money you have made from sales, whatever else you guys do, you couldn't, you couldn't shell out a little bit more? I just, that's insane to me. And it's the same amount of money. It's the same $25 if you're paying 400 Like, it doesn't go up by one. It like, stays what? the same. I get it. Like, I understand this. You need to pay your employees. You need to... Yeah, I get that. You need to pay for advertisements. But the thing is that you are a multi-million dollar company. 800 million. International. Let me just say that. You, you can spare to put a little bit more money towards people who aren't as privileged enough to be a Girl Scout. I'm just saying. You could... You could... You just do better. For real. And it's just, and so I basically said, because I was at a troop meeting today before this was recorded, um, obviously, why do I say things like that? I said, I really said, I was at a troop meeting today before this was recorded. Wow, really? I, no, I just can, I can see the future. Um, <laughs> Anyways, I was at a troop meeting today, and I had to explain that. I had to explain it in a less um, aggressive way because, you know, we don't want to start tea um, drama, if you will. Um, but I brought it up, and I basically said, I don't want $200 going towards what is basically goodies in a little club. That's what it is. 175 of those dollars is going towards things that I don't need. So I said, and not to make myself sound like I'm the most selfless person or anything, but I said, I would rather that $200 just go directly towards, because what's crazy to me, what is absolutely crazy to me is that they also have a charity in the Girl Scouts organization that's called Girls Helping Girls that is for money that goes towards girls in underserved That's insane. You have that charity, but you're over here with your fancy lifetime ship and 
Ooh, $200 for a bunch of little goodies, but here's here's a little $25 for and a charity. Like an epic girl boss moment. <laughs> like I just the hypocrisy in this organization sometimes it baffles me. I just in general, okay, in general, I don't really understand Girl Scouts because it's essentially in my eyes just a pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. In the sense that you can we only apply... get a dollar per box. Yeah, so correct. The me boxes if I'm are wrong, five dollars. Like, this is like what I've seen and like what you've told me and what like you know. Anyone can apply to become a troop leader, or go through whatever training, what whatever yeah. to become a troop leader, essentially. And you go out in your community and you sort of set up this troop, and then from there you kind of condition all these girls to be, like, get engrossed into Girl Scouts, and then they'll most likely apply to be troop leaders when they're adults, and that just kind of continues the circle. And it's not like a traditional pyramid scheme where you you climb, climb in very heavy quotation marks, um, where you climb the ladder, and as much as, like, as you go up, the more you earn. I don't believe troop leaders earn money, do they? No, it's completely a voluntary thing. They yeah, actually have to pay $25 a year, or they can pay the 200 lifetime episode. That's also what I was going to touch on. So my troop leader, she paid the 200 beca- to become a lifetime member. And I understand that because at the end of the day, if, if we all could just throw money around and give it to all these charities and whatever, we probably would. Um... So at some point, like, I see, and she's been involved with Girl Scouts for a while, so she was paying $25 for a while, and that adds up. And I see that, and I understand that, and financially, it makes sense to just pay the $200, because to be honest, I don't even know if that $25 a year going towards the Girl Helping Girls charity, it could very well just be going back to the organization. I didn't ask, so I don't really know. So on that standpoint if you're with girl scouts for a while i see the point of doing lifetime membership but if you're if you're 17 like i am right now in out of high school i'm sorry but you're most likely not going to have time to in girl scouts in college like And if you have other plans, like some people, they just want to do Girl Scouts. That's their passion. That's their love. Good for them. But for a lot of people, people have other plans. And my plans don't involve being involved with the organization anymore. I can take what I've learned. Like I I can take what I learned and push it forward. But I'm not going to be involved with the organization anymore. It. I'm, I'm just not. I don't think that standpoint would have changed if all of my experiences in Girl Scouts was like, great, there were no negatives. I just never saw Girl Scouts as like a lifetime thing for me anyways, regardless of my experiences. So, yeah, sorry, I completely like blew your tangent. So back to the pyramid scheme thing. I somewhat disagree with that. But I somewhat agree with it. Because here's the thing. Girl Scouts at base level is a good thing. It's good to be involved in your community. It's good to develop money management. It's good to develop leadership skills and all of that good stuff. At a base level, that's a very good thing. But what I've seen over the years is that Some sections of the organization, again, I don't want to say the entire thing. Obviously, the lifetime membership thing is an organization-wide issue. But if back to the dollar a box thing, also, let me explain to you. The dollar a box thing doesn't happen. You don't even get the option of getting that much money. Until you are a cadet, which is middle school. You don't even get the option of getting a dollar a box. You get less than a dollar a box before middle school. 
you just get little carnival prizes. So it's like, oh, if you sell 100 boxes, you get a small stuffed animal and a pencil and some patches. That's what you get. And (laughs) (laughs) this is, listen, I, okay, let's just say that I've never been in Girl Scouts. We had kind of a program in my elementary school, and I did ask to join at one point, but my mom said no. And honestly, I thank her for that because I would have probably been in the same boat as you. Um, so hearing all of this is just emotionally exhausting for me because I, you're, I can tell you're just so tired of it. So, like, I'm just like, I feel you. Yeah. Um, and, like, I was talking with my mom about it. She's like, but you liked those pencils and you liked those stuffed animals. And it's like, yeah, because I was, like, nine or something like that. I was nine. I don't have any of that stuff anymore because it's trash. Um, and here's my issue with it is, like, I get it. That obviously goals need to be set. If you don't have a goal, you're not gonna like you're not gonna do anything. Like everyone has goals to do something, and you need to take the steps to get there. So if you're gonna sell all these cookies, yeah, I want some compensation for it. That's just how human beings work. Um, but I think it's it's kind of immoral in a way. To like a stuffed animal is not the type of compensation we're talking about for selling hundreds of Girl Scout cookies, like going out there, being social, like figuring out, like setting a goal for the entire troop, you know, busting your ass pretty much to get all sell all these cookies. Like, it's not always easy. Like to sell cookies it's you know it takes time and it takes effort and a stuffed animal does not match that it just doesn't i don't like and it's like yeah of course if you're five you're gonna love that stuffed animal because you're five but we shouldn't be teaching little girls that your hard work equates to a stuffed animal we should be telling them From a young age, if they want to be involved in Girl Scouts, hey, you're going to get a dollar per box. A dollar per box is low, but a dollar per box is the highest you get in Girl Scouts right now. So we're just going to stick with that. Ugh, cutting out right now. But when you're a daisy, that's the first level of Girl Scouts, you should automatically get a dollar per box. You should get that money. And that's... I think that's the way it should be. I think the prizes should be done away with. I don't mind the patches or whatever. Those are cool. Put them on your best memory. I don't know. Proof that you sold cookies. But the prizes should be done away with, and it should be automatic from the get-go. You're getting a dollar per box that you sell. And with that dollar per box, you can start goal-setting for something you want to do with that money. Want to donate it to charity? You want to go on a trip? Blah, 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 whatever. But it should not be, you're going to get less and we're going to give you a little prize. I don't think that's okay. It's not completely wrong, but it's just, and even when you're a cadet, they give you an option. They give you an option of more money. Or an object. It's not even like, oh, we're doing away with the prizes at this age, so then you can get the money. No. You still get an option. That option shouldn't be there. If this is a business, make it a business. No one gets paid in pencils and stuffed animals. So, there's my take. Well, that was... (laughs) Definitely something. You know, I I very often hear rants about Girl Scouts from Evangeline, mm-hmm. but you just really just, just went off this time. Um, I hey, mean, I'm holding them accountable. I'm holding them accountable. Yeah. I'm not trying to burn the organization to a ground to the ground again. I think they have good values at a base level, but something 
needs to change and I don't like I guess like go back to the old ways because when people like for my mom's generation describe Girl Scouts that sounds way more beneficial than some of the things that I'm hearing about today yeah which I think part of that is that in this day and age a lot of things are way more corporate and Mm -hmm. way more about the money rather than the people so take that as you will but um I mean, do you got anything else you want to say? Um, I was going to talk about religion, but... Um, We're at 55 minutes, so I yeah. don't know to squeeze it Yeah, in. no. All right, well... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Actually, yeah. I have another thing about Girl Scouts. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, another thing that annoys me, it goes back to this lifetime membership thing. Um, I... Sophia's heard this story before. I was going to do my gold. That's the highest, um, what? Oh, (laughs) Um, it's the highest reward that you can earn in Girl Scouts. I was going to do it. I was going to start a small music program um, in my community, not just at my high school, in my community, um, for kids who couldn't afford to partake in, like, the huge, like, youth symphonies, because those things are expensive. Um, You just had to have your own instrument already. And it was going to be more for, like, teens, middle school, just so, like, the levels wouldn't be so, like, screwed up. But I was going to offer it and make it. I went through the whole thing, and you have to find, like, an advisor to approve it. Like, there's a lot of, like, document and paperwork that goes into getting your award approved. I call this woman on the phone, and... I take her through and Sophia, you know me. I don't, I don't do things like half-assed. Like if I'm doing something, like it's detailed, it's calculated. So it's not like I didn't have anything to say about my project. At the end of it, she basically kind of warned me that my project is, uh, it's not like really there yet because you're not serving like an underserved portion of your community, which baffled me because I thought I was by offering a program for people who can't afford to go to a fancy youth symphony, but still want to play music. Like what? And she told me that I need to basically add another project onto my project. I'm in high school, by the way. I only have so much time and energy to do something. Um, she told me I need to go to an elementary school that's un- really underfunded and have a whole fundraiser to raise money for these kids and then bring them into my little club thing. Which, look. That's not a bad thing. If someone wants to do that, go ahead and do that. I think that's a great thing. I'm all for more arts in the school. Um, ooh, that's a whole other topic. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> oh, no, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to bleep that out. <laughs> um, the that's building, of us. <laughs> the um, the the um, yeah, the building. Um, <laughs> you better bleep that out. I know I'm not getting doxxed right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh Anyways, that's another story another time. But back to the gold award. Um, raising money for little kids to play instruments, that's not a bad thing. I think that's a wonderful thing. Go do it. Any of you that want to do it do it um the arts is so like it's just it's sad to see how it is in our public schools but anyways i listened to her say that and i was just like like i i kind of like i was like do i really need to do that like i thought my project met the requirements enough and she was like no i want to call back with you again once you add that portion in there or just another portion like that because i just i don't think that it's going to get approved i think you're going to run into a lot of trouble 
And I ended that phone call and it was already a struggle for me to do this gold award because I just, I think looking back, I think the first, like, probably, like, probably not until like this, my senior year, I just like, I was just struggling, you know, like it was just bad. I don't want to go into detail about it with like public and everything, but it was just, I think looking back, I had a lot of struggle getting motivated. So just calling with her, it was just like, are you kidding me? Like I've done all this work and prepared. I've thought in detail about my project and you're going to tell me it's going to get declined because I'm not me, just me. How old was I? Probably like 15. A 15 year old girl is trying to create a club for and what am like for people who can't afford to do something and trying to like bring that about in the community and you're telling me that I'm doing enough. You the adult are gonna tell me I'm not doing enough. And so for a couple of months after that, I tried to get it running, but it was honestly at that point, it was just like, this is stupid. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, I don't want to do all this. Like, I'm not going to do that. After I decided not to do my gold award, I went to this, like, journey thing. A journey is like a mini award. And this same woman was there. This same woman. Sophia, the amount of rage I had, <laughs> the amount of rage I was like, I am, this was like a farming thing, like it was an agriculture, like little project thing that we were all doing. I would have gladly pushed her in the dirt. Um, <laughs> joking, joking. I don't condone um, public um, harassment. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being serious. Um, uh she was telling all of us that, you know, it's a great project. For example, if you want to raise money to put new water fountains in your school, if there isn't, like, if you want to replace them or add more because people need water at a school. And, you know, I would think raising money for water fountains is like a pretty hefty project because it's a water fountain for a school like you got to go through some hoops like oh yeah you go to a public school you know how it is those water fountains are actually extremely expensive they are (laughs) like the amount of like approval and funding you have to get but guess what it's not enough it's not enough because if you go to a school that's maybe not super underfunded um I mean, you know, it's a public school, probably. It's not enough. It's not enough. You need to go to an even more underserved community, which, again, I have no issue with that. But why are you just... That discourages people from doing things in their own community by saying that. Like, that actively discourages people. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go... To maybe a more underserved community than your own and help them out as well. But you shouldn't be discouraging people from doing projects in their own area because you, the organization, want your like your woke points. That's how I took it. It was like, you don't at this point, this is the second time I've heard this, which that's too too many times. I've also been to a silver, I completed my silver award. They have like an awards ceremony thing and people mm-hmm. who did their gold awards will like come up and explain what they did. There were people who literally just did food drives. Again, not a bad thing, but a gold award is the highest award that you can get. Highest award you can get. Um... And these people got approved to do food drives. Food drives. Um, still a good community service project, but I don't know. I feel like funding, trying to get money and 
district approval for water fountains at your school so people can have clean water and more water to drink on campus or my project starting a like a music club in my community for people who couldn't afford to partake in like the expensive youth symphonies i i don't know there just seems to be something missing and it kind of seems like girl scouts just wants woke points rather than encouraging people to do something that's right there in their community and what annoys me about it is like you are the 800 million plus organization why aren't you doing those things like what? like what why it it just the hypocrisy the hypocrisy of it all uh, it's like, honestly i just it's it's insane it's absolutely insane um Watch someone from Girl Scouts hear this and like sue us for <laughs> defamation or something. I, mean, I can mark that off like my life accomplishments. Get <laughs> your bucket list. <laughs> uh, definitely not getting that lifetime membership now. <laughs> um, I'm I'm pretty sure we've we've said all we needed to say. Yeah. Um. um screw John Walker. Um. Girl Scouts. Um. Fix your stuff. Um, you can be better. Uh, <laughs> um, and hashtag girl boss moment. That was an epic girl boss moment. That and was an epic PogChamp girl boss bestie moment. <laughs> I forgot. I got Evangeline to start saying PogChamp. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Anyway, guys. with that being said, thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, we really appreciate it. Follow us. I'm so titling this episode as this episode as Poggers. Um, follow us on our social media we're on twitter at cfg podcast and on tumblr at cornflakegang.com.tumblr however that url goes um we really need to be more active on those we're so active wink wink yeah Uh, with that being said thank you for listening and we'll catch you hopefully we won't forget to record again next Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Bye. bye